Welcome back to another episode of Sneakers and Up, the special edition quarantine week one episode. I am your boy Dante. And I'm GC, coming live, but not in person, from my house. Yes, we are on lockdown. Insert jailhouse jailhouse sound effect. Clink, clink, (laughs) clink. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Clink, clink. Um, All right, so... With uh, normal sneakers in a fashion, we got a whole lot of things going on in the world right now. So, if anything, we just want to keep this as normal as possible. Uh, so, we'll start off with what you rocking, what you watching. So, GC, you want to go first? Yeah, de- definitely. Thank you for the for handing it off to me. So, for what I am rocking. So, because of the coronavirus lockdown we have here in the Golden State, um, when I go out, I'm making sure that I'm wearing very comfortable shoes with a little bit of style. So I'm rocking the React Prestos, my Psychedelic Lavas, those shoes, um, a little fluorescent, nice little pop, but the comfort on those is amazing. So I'm rocking those. That's my rocking stuff recently, a rocking kicks. What am I watching? So you're probably going to laugh, but I watched Purple Rain with the Misses for the first time. For some reason, I just never saw that movie. And I like the movie. Prince is weird. The movie was weird, but it's still fun and very entertaining. So that's it for me. What about you? Um, so for me, I uh, yesterday uh, was the first time I went out and actually wore sneakers. So uh, for me, it was the Jordan 3 Knicks. So finally undies those yesterday. I uh, just ran to the store and a couple other spots, and that was about it. Um, what am I watching? This morning, this morning I watched... I don't know if you've seen it before, but Jojo Rabbit. So I think no, I, I think that's a very recent one. So what it is, it's about yeah. this uh, this kid who grew up during World War II and wanted to be a Nazi. So he went to like Nazi camp. Uh, it's a comedy, by the way. So he went to Nazi camp. Um, his imaginary best friend is Adolf Hitler. Like it's it's a it's a weird movie, but wow. it is funny. So it's uh it it's I won't get too far into it and spoil it, but let's just say at the end of it he does not become a Nazi and it's one of those don't judge people by stereotypes kind of thing. It's uh you know kind of look at the inner person. Gotcha. So, so the well, message what's the message was there? Oh. My bad. Go ahead. So I was gonna say what's interesting is that you went from watching the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which is about a Jewish family to watching (laughs) a movie about Nazis, which is the opposite of the Jewish family. And what's also interesting is that one of the shows that I am watching slowly is called The Hunters on Amazon Prime, which is basically about a bunch of a ragtag bunch of people who hunt down Nazis who are still functioning and having like activities in the U.S. So just ironic how all those things tie together. Wow. Really? The Hunters, huh? Hmm. You haven't heard about the Hunters? No, I have not. They did a lot of promo for that on Amazon Prime because it stars Al Pacino, and he's like the main guy, but they basically are, like I said, hunting Nazis. But it's like, you know, old people, young people, all kinds of ages, all kinds of like ethnicities and so on and so forth. And it's like this kind of, uh, not vigilante group, but group that basically works on their own, like outside of the police to find um, Nazis who are still active and doing Nazi type things, and they take them out. Oh, okay. Huh. Interesting. And he said it had uh yeah. he said Al Pacino or Robert De Niro? 
Al Pacino's the star. Yep, he's the main character. Hmm. He's the main Nazi hunter. Hunters, huh? Oh, you know what? I might have seen that. I, at yeah. least the, the preview for it. Or the, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I would recommend episode one because just the opening of that is pretty savage. So I would I would watch episode one at least just to see the opening. And then it slows down a little bit after that, but the opening is just kind of out of control. So um, check yeah. it out. Hunters or The Hunters on Amazon Prime. Okay. Hmm. All right. I'm going to check that out. All right. So uh, jumping back into it before we get too carried away, uh, we are going mm-hmm. to uh, start with Stash or Pass. So last week's mm-hmm. episode, we got a little carried away. Nuno and myself, special guest Nuno and myself, we ended up talking mm-hmm. for like 45 minutes, yo. 45 minutes to Stash or Pass. There were a lot of sneakers to go over. This week, not so many, and I kind of narrowed it down a little bit. So we will mm-hmm. start with the first sneaker, which is going mm-hmm. to be the uh, Air Max Day, MX90 uh, Reverse Duck Camo, Stash or Pass. So what do you, what do you think? Okay, so this is a stash. Um, if I can get these for retail or even like below retail, but probably not. But if I can get, I pay retail for these. I like the shoe because they're different. Not too much camo on them. Um, it's got that uh, infrared orange. It looks like or infrared on there, so it's kind of nice. Um, the camo is not like overpowering the shoe. So this is a shoe that I could rock. It's not quite my style, but it's kind of funky and I like it. So I would cop this. So this is a stash for me at retail. Definitely not resale. Yeah, I can you? imagine. I can imagine resale being pretty high on these just because it's duck camo. Okay. So for for me, it's a uh, pass. It's not really my style. I got I got I'm I have Air Max 90s and I want some more Air Max 90s, but this one, not really so much. I'll make the attempt to try and cop the resale just you know because of because that's what we do. Um, but as far as right. keeping for the collection, nah, not for me. Okay. Gotcha. So what do we got next up, Mr. Dante? So the next one is going to be the Sean Witherspoon uh, Asics Gel Light 3. So I don't know if you've seen that or know very many details about it. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, it looks like it has like reverse, uh, you know, patches of the, the Asics things you can put on them. And the color looks like it's like mismatched. Are these supposed to be intentionally mismatched shoes? Or this is just two different shoes. And I'm looking at this picture mismatched they're supposed to be mismatched shoes from what I, from everything that i could tell so hold on because what i'm looking at here is one shoe is like blue and orange and the other shoe is like black and purple like it's not even like a close mismatch it's like way off that's how no. it's supposed to be yes from from everything that i've said uh saw and read this is how it's supposed to be uh well in that case this is a easy pass or a hard pass whatever the terminology is i don't like these at all so not even, not even for. I would get them like there's like a resale or something like that because I can maybe use that money to buy something I really want, but I would never rock these. I kind of figured you wouldn't, but I was I wanted to ask because of the Sean Witherspoon connection and the fact that they are plain simply I think dope. So well, there you go. It's a stash for me. I think they're dope. Interesting. What what's dope about them besides the Sean Witherspoon connection? Actually, to be honest with you, the Sean Witherspoon connection brings it down for me. You know me. I don't like I don't like hype sneakers. Well, let me let me rephrase okay. that. Hype sneakers to me or the collaboration is irrelevant. If it's a dope shoe, it's a dope shoe. If not, then hey, you failed. Right? So but uh yeah, so but for me this has got nothing to do with Sean Witherspoon, just like the MX one ninety sevens. Um mm-hmm. they're cool, but that's not really my style. 
but these mm-hmm. I like. I like the mismatched colors. I think the colorways they the colorways they chose for each sneaker is are dope. The removable Velcro uh, MX logos, I think are dope. I think he just I think he actually I mean, did a really good job with this one. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, this is an ASIC shoe, right? Not an Air Max. Yeah. What did I say? You said Air Max logo, so I just want to make sure. Oh, we're oh, oh on no. The same my, my bad. My bad. I was talking about the Air Max ones. Yeah. Um, the Asics logo. Sorry. The re- removable Asics logo yeah. is dope. Yeah. No, I want no part of these at all. So yeah, <laughs> whatever. I, I guess if I don't go for them, you can get my pair. Whatever. There we Might go. Be one less of the going after them. You have like a one out of a million more chance of a of copping without me <laughs> i know right the um yeah. okay so the next one is gonna be excuse me the yeezy 380 man they got so many colors of them i forgot i think this one's the mist mm-hmm. what are you what are your thoughts on this one what do you th- what are your thoughts on the shoe i don't think we've talked about the shoe yet yeah, the shoe looks terrible. Um, it's easy pass for me or hard pass, whatever the terminology is. Yeah, I want no part of this. It looks awful. Um, now, I would cop to, you know, if it has some sort of resale value, of course, because that's how the game is. We can't kid ourselves anymore. You got to kind of get in where you fit in and make moves with what you can get your hands on. But, yeah, aesthetically, I want no part of the shoe. Easy pass. I agree. You, Dante. Easy pass. Easy pass. Okay. I, I mean, gotcha. Yeah, we already know my thoughts. We already know my thoughts on the easy line. So yeah, easy pass for me. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Next up. Right. So the next one is gonna be the uh, another Yeezy, the Yeezy Quantum, and mm-hmm. it's the kind of like olive colorway, olive or no, it's not charcoal. It's like an olive mm-hmm. colorway. So what are your thoughts on it? It's, oh, I'm sorry, Yeezy Quantum Basketball. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, it's like a basketball high top that's olive with, like, some black hits on the back. Um, to me, this is just a basic shoe. Um, I don't play basketball, so I have no need for a basketball shoe, and this is not a shoe I'd wear because it's just, like, a basic shoe. It doesn't look bad, but I have no, no – it can't do anything for me, so I would have to say pass. But if someone played basketball, I could see someone might be one of these, but this is nothing that I would ever make any attempt to, like, go for. I'd pay maybe, maybe $30 for these um, if I – you know, want them just to wear around. But um, if, again, if there's resale, I probably should just leave that out, right? Because anything that has resale, you're going to go after because obviously you can use that for stuff you want. So, so right. this pass for me. What about you, Dante? Uh, for me, this is the only reason why I'd say uh, stash is because I want to try it. I want to see what it's all about. I like to try, for the most part, anything other than essentially a Yeezy 350, like a 380, 350. If it doesn't look like that, mm-hmm. I'm I'm definitely open to try it out. So this one is a, a stash simply just to try it out. Otherwise, it, gotcha. would, okay, otherwise it would most likely be a pass. Yeah, I can see like as a basketball player, like, you know, giving the shoe a try. And like I said, aesthetically, it's not that bad, at least in the picture. I mean, it's not great, but it's like it's just kind of OK. Um, but yeah, if I have no basketball future plans in my future, there's nothing there's nothing for the shoe. Nothing for me with this shoe. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, so the next one is going to be now. I I always get confused on how to how to call this one, but I guess it's just the court purple Jordan one, even though they already had a court uh-huh. purple that had like the black toe. Mm-hmm. 
So we'll just call it the court purple. It actually drops this weekend. So what, what are your thoughts on that? This is a pass as well. Um, I don't really wear a lot of purple shoes. And if I am going to wear a, per a pair of purple shoes, it's going to need to have some nice pop. And this is just, just you know, the classic, you know, some people would just say basic Jordan 1, you know, silhouette. So nothing about the shoe really does it for me. I'm not a huge one guy, so this is a pass. What about okay. you? Uh, for me, it is definitely a stash. Uh, I'm a huge Jordan 1 fan. And uh, purple is probably my favorite color. So for me, mm -hmm. it is definitely a stash. I definitely want these. Now, whether I cop or not, that's two, well, different, that's two different things, but I definitely want them. Well, again, like I said before, now out of the millions of people, you have one less person going after them. So uh, you have a one of a million chance greater. <laughs> you know what? I'll, I'll, take, I'll take it. Yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely. All right. So the next one is going on with the purple. Uh, they got a lot of purple sneakers this week, um, but is the Jordan yep. 12 black and purple? I think this was a Mike Bibby colorway. I don't know if it was a PE. Or not. I think he had something similar, if I'm not mistaken. But what do you think? Stash or pass? So for me, this is a pass because I don't like the 12s, but I like the shoe though. So if I was a 12 guy, I would definitely cop this. But I'm not a 12 guy, so this is a pass. Okay, um, definite stash for me. Uh, it's hard to find anything that has like a good, good color block in the purple. So I'm going to soak it up while I can. Mm -hmm. So this is definitely a pass. And I, I am a 12 guy. However, um, I just tried on my black and, or what do they call them? The, the blue games. I just tried those on in my, well, at least what I thought was my size and they were way too big. So back okay. to the drawing board, we're trying to find my size in the, uh, 12s, but these are definitely a, a stash for me. Okay, dope. Yeah, for me, we've talked about this before in a previous episode, but as far as the 12s are concerned, the only ones I like, I think, are the Rising Suns and maybe the Flu Games. Um, but again, 12s, I think, aesthetically doesn't really look good on a size 13 or 12, 12 and a half foot. So, pass for me. Okay. As I said. All right, now the next one I am very excited about. So, I'll go first. So, this one is the... Okay. This one... <laughs> This one is the Jordan 3, uh, black and purple, kind of cement, I guess. Uh, it essentially is mm -hmm. the colorway that LeBron wore uh, in the tunnel. It's uh, kind of like a Kobe, but the reverse. It's not the white one. It's the black. But I don't believe there's any yeah. yellow on it. So this one I am very excited for. So this one is definitely a stash. Definitely a stash. Oh. Yeah, for me, this is a stash, no question. Um, like I said, I don't like a lot of purple. This has like a nice little purple hit on the back, um, the back uh, midsole and the black um, dominates the shoe. So I think the color balancing is good because like the purple that's also on the eyelet and the jump man on the tongue is good. So I don't know what the back of the shoe looks like, but from what I can see from the side view, this is a dope shoe. It'll probably be impossible to get because of Kobe and all that stuff, but um yeah, this is a shoe I'd love to have, and I definitely would pay retail for this. Um, maybe resale, I'm not sure, but uh, honestly, this is my first time seeing the shoe, and I and I love it, so I'd love to have it. Yes, um, man, I can't even tell you how it's a three, and it's purple. Um, I'm over the moon with this one. Yeah, yeah. and also, okay, so we got a bunch of factors that are going to be counting against this. One, it's a three. It's got the purple. 
Um, all Laker fans are going to want it. All Kobe fans are going to want it. And yep. all LeBron fans are going to want it because LeBron played on the Lakers. And he said he wore these. So this is going to be – it's going to be pretty much the Wild Wild West trying to get a pair of these. Yep. Oh, yeah. I'm just hoping yeah. that when they drop it, they drop it with a bunch of other stuff that I don't want. Like, I don't know, drop mm-hmm. three or four Yeezy shoes on the same day so that way everyone can go after the Yeezys and I can get these. Yeah. Um, the only chance that we might have would be that if they do this like the um, Carolina threes, um, the, sorry, the UNC non-PE threes that just came out a week or two ago, because it seemed like those sat for a second before they sold out. So um, this might be, you know, I'm sorry, the numbers might be good. But as I'm talking, I'm thinking, I'm hearing myself. I'm like, I didn't go after the UNC threes. I'd go after these. So probably more people going to go after these. So it's probably still going to be harder, but maybe not impossible if they make a lot. That's true. You didn't go after the threes, the, the UNC non-PE UNC. Yeah, because I looked at them and I was just like, these are cool, but what I really rock them. And plus, I have the um, Mocha 3s, which is a white shoe. Um, so I'm good for now. So, yeah, UNC 3s, maybe they drop on discount or someone has too many and they need to sell them because they need some money during this pandemic. I maybe cop them for below re- retail. But, yeah, the UNC 3s are nice, but... It wasn't a shoe that I needed to add to my collection. I need to downsize instead of just copying some just because I kind of like it. I want to love it. Okay, I feel that. Yeah. Excuse me. Okay. Yeah, I can dig that. All right. So mm-hmm. the last one we got is a uh, Jordan 13 black and blue. I believe it's the Quentin Richardson PE. They're releasing them. Okay. So what are your thoughts okay. on these? Stash or pass? Uh, pass again. I'm not a 13 guy. The only 13s I think I like are the Ray Allen's, of course, like the most expensive 13s that exist. Well, there's also the Benz. The Benz are also dope as well. But yeah. you know, as they say, man, I got expensive taste. So those two are the ones that are dope that I would cop. Well, no, I wouldn't cop, but I would love to have. These are cool, but I don't like 13. So in general, so these are easy pass for me. Okay, these are a stash for me. I definitely want these. I really, I really like 13s. And I have the white and blue ones, but they have a black midsole on them. And I, I, it's the only thing that's stopping me from wearing them. But this one, these ones are right. So these ones are a stash. I'm looking at these, Dante. I feel like I've we already seen like this iteration or something really, really close to this. Or am I tripping? It's the same color blocking basically for all 13s. So I don't know if we've seen that, but we have definitely seen... Uh, that same color blocking scheme on basically every 13. Right. I think maybe what happened was a while back, they maybe had a pair of white 13s, which had the blue and the breath and the upper was white. So maybe that's what I'm getting confused on. But you know, okay. the point is like, this doesn't seem like, that doesn't seem like that original. It seems like something I've kind of seen some modified version before this. Yes. It, no, it's not original. It's uh, it's a, uh, like I said, it's the Quentin Richardson PE. He's actually had these before, way before they came out with the white ones. Now the white ones I have, Okay. So they yeah, gotcha. they did come up with the white ones. They got those, but these were a PE from years ago and they're finally releasing them, which um side note real quick, what are your thoughts on them actually going through and releasing all the PEs like the LeBron's, uh Jordan PEs? What do you, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, I'm for it because the thing is that if there's a PE that I wanted, now I have a chance because those things are pretty much impossible to get unless you're like uh what's that one guy's name? 
I don't know what that big guy's name. Uh, he's kind of chubby. The he owns all those casinos. He's the one who like has all the PEs because he can afford. Was that the perfect pair? Perfect pair. That's right. Yes, yeah, funny. I forgot. I completely forgot his name. Anyways, um, yeah, him and then like there's another guy like something J like Dependable J. Those guys have all the PEs. Um, but I have a feeling they're paying big bread for them. So I'm oh. down with them releasing the PE because basically people have access to getting them. Now, if I had all the PEs, then I'd probably be like, no, don't release them. But yeah, I had no chance of getting these shoes. So, uh, oh, but hold on though, Dante. They're releasing these PEs without the PE, you know, special branding or whatever. So that's something I don't like. Like, for example, like the UNCs, I would have loved to have the UNC logo on there. I think that's probably also why I wasn't so big on the UNC threes, because it's like, it's like they're throwing you a bone. So if you're talking about releasing kind of a, a mod version of the PE, if they're talking about releasing the actual PE itself, again, definitely modified. Yeah. Definitely what? Defin definitely modified. They won't release the actual PEs. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, I'm kind of like, eh, if it's a modified, I mean, let me back up. So if I, if it's a shoe I really, really want, then yeah, I guess I'm kind of cool with that. But in general, PEs, I'm not a, I don't really care too much about the PEs. So if they're like, you know, just the whole like library PEs. So if they're releasing some like modified PE, for me, I probably wouldn't really care either way if they did or didn't. But for people who really want them, I have some little not little. I have some sympathy for empathy for them. So yeah, release them so those guys can get them. Okay. Thoughts? What's your thoughts, Dante? Uh, I could care less about PE insignia or labels or anything like that. If the color blocking is dope, I want it. Mm -hmm. It it means nothing to me. I'm actually really really happy that they're releasing all these, like the Fairfaxes and. So I wore mm -hmm. the Fairfax LeBron the other day, which is, I believe it's still sitting on Nike.com. But I mm -hmm. thought to myself, I said, you know what? About five or six years ago, this would have been a $1,500 sneaker on my foot. Now it's technically less than 200 bucks because people aren't paying for it. Yeah, I hear you. I definitely hear you. So um, for me, things are, I, just, oh. I, I don't care. I, I just like them. If I like them, I like them. Yeah. See, the thing for me is that, you said you don't care about the insignias and the special logos. See, for me, most of these shoes I don't really care about. So the insignias and, lo insignias and logos make it something different. So it actually makes me like would want to have them because it's like, okay, this is not just another colorway of a shooter that, that I have a million copies of. So for example, they had the Nike Red Cement, sorry, they had the Nike Air Red Cement 3s and then they had the Shy Air Red Cement 3s. I actually wanted the Shy Air Red Cement 3s because I like the Shy Air because it's just different. It says something that you don't see on every single Nike. I have a bunch of three, well, not a bunch, but I have a bunch, you know, a bunch of Jordans. So if this shoe looks like every other Jordan, then it's like, yeah, not so big, not a, such a big deal to me. But if it has some sort of special branding that's not on a typical Jordan, then I have a peaked interest. Okay, I get that because uh, I actually almost bit on the Chicago uh chicago air as well and i thought to myself well i already bought the the jordan one why nah it, it didn't it didn't make enough difference to me to to go after mm -hmm. gotcha yeah so i don't know about you but i remember like when i was younger i liked collecting things that had errors and mistakes on it just because to me it seemed more valuable because it was different than what everybody else has or different than what's widely released. So I think I still have that same sentiment as far as like getting stuff that has something that you can't just see on every other shoe. Okay. I mean, that's fair. I, I can see that. I don't know if that made any sense. 
No, it did. It made sense. I, I understand that. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So with with everything going on right now, with uh, you know, the quarantine and 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 you know, everyone kind of staying inside and all the retail places clo- uh, were not closing down, but closing their doors. Um, I don't know about you, man, but I have been seeing a lot of things that have been testing my patience and my uh, my will strength to not open up my wallet. There's a whole bunch uh-huh. of sales going on online, like a lot, and a lot of them are good. Is there? Yeah. Any, is there? Yeah, any- for me. Go, go ahead. Right. I was gonna say um, the thing for me is that. Um, there's not a lot that I'm after, so something be, being on sale for a good price is not really going to really pique my interest. Um, but the thing is, shoes that I'm after, I'm waiting for them to go down, you know, because maybe people need some money to deal with this coronavirus thing. So I'm not necessarily going to take advantage of them, but if they're selling the shoe, they're selling the shoe, right? So it's not me, like, dictating the price. They're dictating the price. Um, so, for example, like, I would like to have a pair of, and this is going to sound like a hype beast, but the Off-White Desert or Air Max 90s. I want those shoes. Um, I want the Strange Love Dunks um, that just came out. The Travis ones, uh, nah, no big deal about those. Um, there's a handful of other shoes that I want. So if those drop in price significantly because of current conditions, I'll cop those. But just something going on sale. I have enough shoes now that I don't want to get more shoes that I'm not like super excited about. Let's say you. You know, actually, since you were talking and you kind of phrased it the way that you died, I got, I got a question for you. Now, this is sure. not, this is, now don't take this as taking shots because it's not. But what it is, yeah. what makes this situation different than people copying and reselling Kobe's after he passed? Because the, mm-hmm. and it's, it's definitely not just you, because even I'm sitting here looking for good sales. But for everyone, mm-hmm. what's the difference between Kobe passing and us? or us as a as a sneaker community buying up all the Kobe stuff and reselling it for way higher, we're kind of doing the reverse of that now. We're saying, oh, people now are in need of money, so I'm going to wait for them to get desperate and then buy. Yeah, I think the thing is, is that with the Kobe situation, you are selling something at a marked up price because of a tragedy that happens. So you're basically like saying, I want to make more money. I guess, I guess, yeah, as I said a lot, I guess it's kind of the same thing, just a, a different way. But like, yeah, the price, I'm, I'm going to mark up the price of this and sell it um, uh, to try to get some money. But for me, it's not like I'm trying to make money. I'm trying to get shoes that, so with the opposite, me trying to look for bargains, um, basically it's a shoe that I actually want. So I'm not trying to make money after I'm trying to get it on my feet. But if the price goes down, that's good because I'm not forcing someone to lower their price. They're lowering their price because of whatever reason they, you know, they need to, and they need the money. So if they're lowering the price, it's not like me controlling it. I'm just reacting, you know, to that. So I think it's slightly different. I can tell some people would argue that it's kind of still the same, but I think one is like you're initiating the come up. And then on the other one, you're actually just waiting for the come up to, to uh, appear. Meaning as a Kobe person, you already have the shoe. So you're marking up the price as opposed to waiting for someone else to bring the price down. Okay. I mean, okay. That's a good argument. Like I said, I, it, you- I didn't, I didn't think about it uh, ahead of time. It wasn't until you started talking and kind of, like you said, when you, when you say it out loud, you, it kind of, mm-hmm. you, you kind of see the connection and that's kind of what I did as you were, as you were explaining the situation. Yeah. There's like, there's a connection there. 
um, like I said, one is just like initiating the price gouging, and then the other one is like waiting for someone to have trouble, so then they're lowering the price. But this is a sneaker, right? So, you know, um, sneakers those things are really overinflated in price anyway. So it's uh, actually it, coming it, down it, to it, vehicle it, price. It, so you can almost say like this, right? Like, okay, let's just say you have person A, right, who's selling an off-white, you know, desert ore for 800 bucks, which is way over the price that it should be sold for. And now because of tough times, he or she has to sell it for a more reasonable price. I can see a lot of people saying, well, why should I feel bad that someone who was like price gouging is now having to lower their price? So that's different than say someone selling, you know, a retail pair for like 20 bucks. That's like, whoa, that sucks. That guy must be really desperate if he's got to sell some, you know, but selling it over retail, I think you can't have much sympathy for anybody selling something over retail. What say you? No, I agree with that one. No, that I agree yeah. with. Yeah, that that I can agree with. Okay, yeah. it makes sense. <laughs> it's okay. like the idea of crocodile tears, right? You're the reseller trying to make all this money, but now you can't do it. It's like crocodiles and snakes can't cry because, you know, they do bad-ish all the time. So when something bad happens to them, it's like, oh, well, there you go. Okay. The uh, Like I said, it was it was just a, just a question. Um, now, my biggest, another one of my questions is, is you know, with, oh, speaking of which, sorry, before I jump ahead, I was, mm -hmm. I was thinking about it the other day and I saw all these things going on sale and I started, I was wondering why are they putting everything on sale? And I think it's just to make sure that they get money brought in because their, their doors aren't doing anything. And I'm sure nowhere, like, um, if anyone works from home, I'm sure the company's not going to give you money for your BG&E bill for working at home. So it's oh, kind no. of situation so if anyone is uh you know gets laid off for this current situation or you know they have to close their doors they still have to pay rent you know so that i mean it's it's cool for us as the buyer but it sucks for them as a seller but i understand desperate times call for desperate measures so they're cutting all their prices trying to still mm -hmm. make somewhat of a profit just so that way they can get it out the door yeah yeah definitely um you said something earlier i wanted to comment but i I lost the train of thought about that, but it was something about like the selling and the, um, oh yeah, now I got it. So what's happening is, is that with a lot of these stores, they obviously have no foot traffic. So probably believe it or not, we do a lot of online shopping because you know, that's just what sneakerheads do, right? Cause that's how you can get most of the stuff. However, I would imagine your average store probably makes 50, 60, 70, some significant percentage of their profits off of walk-in customers. So based off of that, that's all completely shut down. So then of course they got to do sale prices because they need to move more inventory because probably, you know, like I said, 70% of their inventory moves from the physical store. So now that physical store is gone. They, they're going to be hurting and losing a lot of profits if they don't drop those prices. So they're doing it because they have to. Right. So to, to kind of move on to the next, the next kind of phase of that, I want to know, like, so, for example, the main one that I saw was Nike. They had a nice handful of restocks come on Nike and on the sneakers app. I want to know where did all these sneakers come from? They had uh, the Hirachi Adapts. They had uh, some. They, they had the Mocha 3s, the Pure Money 3s, um, and a handful of other ones. Where, the 12s, the Chinese New Year 12s. Where did all these sneakers come from? Like, how do they just appear out of nowhere? And what else is coming? 
Okay, my guess would be, so you didn't mention any, like, really hype shoe. Pure Money 3s, those made its outlet. Mocha 3s made the outlet. I don't know about the Chinese New Year's, but those are all shoes that didn't sell very well. So probably they had a bunch of them and they just, you know, got tired of sending them to outlets or whatever. So they've probably been sitting in the stash. Now, if they had some shoe that was hype that they had, then it could be um, that they are doing it just as a marketing thing. Because I think, remember when Yeezy kind of started taking over? Nike all of a sudden started doing all these drops of like, you know, dope shoes from the past that were hyped probably because they wanted to, you know, combat uh, the Nike, sorry, the Yeezy um, like hype that was going on that was taking everybody's attention. So that's my guess. These shoes are not hype and um, or if it is a hype shoe, then they are trying to just get people to, you know, get hyped about sneakers. Because so truth be told, I haven't looked at the sneakers app in a long time just because like right now sneakers are not a top priority for me. So I check it out from time to time, but not like the daily or weekly thing like I used to do. Okay. Yeah, I, I check it out a couple of times a week, maybe two or three times, probably at least two, because I check them on uh, uh, Saturday evening or Sunday, and then like Monday or Tuesday, just to see what what, what kind of things they like to surprise on it. Thursdays are yeah. Thursdays are another day that uh, I actually check regularly. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't know if this was a topic scheduled for our top for a thing, but I'm going to just squeeze it in here. Um, it's related to what we we're just talking about. So what are your thoughts about um, how the market is changing um, because of this coronavirus, meaning like resale prices and things like that? I know you talked about a lot more sales. Do you think um, prices are going to drop on like a lot of things that are like on StockX and um, uh, GOAT and places like that? So I haven't really checked a whole lot as far as, cause uh, really everything that I want at, as far as recent, or at least that's uh, that's going on there that's, that's cop worthy to me is stuff that I already have. There's nothing that I really like am desperate for. So I really haven't been on a StockX in a minute. Um, but I can give you just a general idea, and I think it will slowly start to det- uh, go down the longer this lasts. Yes, I agree. So the longer this lasts, this will definitely start to go down. Now, um, I got to say this first and foremost. I am absolutely horrible when it comes to reselling and judging what what the resale market mm-hmm. is going to be. I've spent... A, quite a bit of money thinking that I was going to make some money off of some res- uh, some resales here recently and I had to return them all. Yeah. It's horrible, man. I'm, yeah. I suck. I suck at this. I'm not reselling anymore. I'll try, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. It's funny. I'm similar to that. I I've like done well a few times with some, you know, reselling things, but like, yeah, if I try to like just guess a lot of times it's, you know, uh, I don't guess correctly. Um, I think I mentioned this in a previous episode, but one thing that's good is that, one, if you buy something for retail, you can return it, especially for Nike. That's awesome. The other thing is that if you buy something on GOAT, um, I don't know if you'd ever do that, like buy something over retail with intentions of reselling it later. GOAT has a was a 72-hour um, return policy. You just, re- you just pay oh, the shipping. Yeah. So... so, yeah, you, it's only three days, which is not a lot of time, but if you just made like a, what's it called, a impulse buy and turns out you were way wrong like something dropped a lot or significantly then just return that thing to go and pay the 20 bucks shipping and you're out of the you're in the clear oh okay 
Well, cool. That works. Uh, okay. So uh, going going along with the, kind of the market and the way everything's moving right now. Movies, man. So I know you said that you went on and, and you checked a bunch of movie apps and all you found was Purple Rain. But I don't know how much <laughs> I am severely into movies. Uh, me, my, my wife, my son, we all are. There are movies that are in theaters that are already available for digital download. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. Like I, what is funny though is when all of this kind of started happening, they started talking about quarantining. I actually told my wife, I said, you know what? If these movie companies were smart, they would. And I'm actually glad they didn't do this. But I said, if they were to sell the movies at a slightly elevated price to make up the difference for not releasing it in theater, I think that would be a smart mm-hmm. thing to do. So, and then mm-hmm. uh, a week and a half later, I saw that they were releasing movies uh, digitally. Now, I'm actually happy that they're releasing them for the same price that they would have come out for anyway. So, well, what are your thoughts yeah. on these coming straight out? I mean, I know it kind of makes sense because the movie theaters are closed, but what are your thoughts on that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's awesome because the thing is, you know, um, a lot of us in the current age, are blessed with a decent look, decent size TV and decent like quality HD or whatever you want to call it um, TV. Even if we can't re- afford it, I think the majority of the American population have nice TVs. So watching a movie um, on your TV, like connecting your laptop, is probably going to be a good experience. Also, the movie theater is desperate. They don't have a choice. So I don't think there's much they can do. Whether they wanted to charge more or charge whatever, they're just they can't afford to not get that income, and they can't afford to get bad public uh pr so if they came out and said oh this new release well we're going to charge you double the price um or the movie theater price because people be like what the hell and as soon as they do that and people start boycotting then uh they're screwed so movie theaters have to dance a fine da- uh like a, a delicate dance right now to make sure that they can still get some income because they have no real um bargaining chips right now with nobody going to the theaters for new releases of course right right no that's true i mean that makes sense so, because like I said, that's uh, I, I was happy about it. I saw that and I was like, "Yo, this is, this is where it's at." I like this. Mm-hmm. Can you give me an example of something that's a new release that's going straight to video, and then how do you watch it? Because I mean, I understand if it's Disney, you can go to Disney Plus, but if it's like, say, a Sony movie, where would that go? Uh, Voodoo, um, Fandango now. Um, where I didn't know there was a Fandango. Okay. Yeah, there's a Fandango now. Um, so you can go on and you can buy them digitally. So, well, what's funny though is that Voodoo has Onward uh, right now for sale, but it's coming out free in I think two weeks uh, on to the Disney Plus. Okay. So, okay. granted, yeah, okay. I, I have a, a six-year-old and we just saw the movie and uh, he overheard me and my wife talking about it and he went ape nuts. So I was like, all right, well, I can't wait two weeks now. So here we go. <laughs> wow yeah that's that's uh so interesting because it's like related to this whole you know coronavirus thing because now people are having to spend all day with their kids so you know and you got to keep them happy so you know i'm sure you got to be more flexible on these type of things so um that doesn't doesn't surprise me that yeah he was like oh yeah that movie's out yeah we're gonna watch it so you know in this time you got to keep your kids happy so i'm sure as long as you can afford it 
hey, go for it. Keep the kids happy so they don't have yes. to stress out like everybody else. Yes, and parents, please, please keep in mind that your, that your kids, depending on their age, they're used to having a recess and running around and getting all that energy out. Can't do it inside the house. Yep. Have a little patience with them. I had to, I had to remind myself because my son was just—he's running up and down the hallway. And my hallway is not that big, so I'm like, "What are you mm -hmm. doing?" And I start kind of getting loud, and I had to think. I had to, I had to stop myself and think. Well, this kid is used to having, you know, a, a play mm -hmm. play, like running around and doing this and doing that, and he can't do that now, so he's got to let right. it out somehow. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man, it's uh, yeah, it's crazy time. It's it's crazy right now. Yeah, I would also suggest um, online like workout videos or play videos or something, so they can be in front of the TV and like do something where they can kind of copy what the instructor or what person's doing. I don't know if you have like uh, Wii Fit or I don't know if even Weight Fit still exists, but just something where they can like get that exercise in the house, and it gives you a break too because someone else is actually like you know. Um, uh, taking their attention so not sure what exactly you would do with the kid but um you know i don't know if it's even like a, i just had a thought of like watching a boxing channel on youtube and just having the kid like shadow box like the boxers so those are just some ideas of maybe how to get that energy out of the kids um but yet they can still stay in the house yeah it's uh it's definitely going to take a lot of creative thinking uh and definitely thinking outside yep. the box i've gotten a couple of ideas but i'm kind of i don't want to jump ahead of myself and use up all my good ideas too early so I got to kind of space it out a little bit because just it's a great idea now, but then he may get tired of it and we still have what, I don't know, two, three weeks left to go at the end of it. So I don't, I, we don't know how long. This is yeah. Going. Yeah. If not months, that's true. And that, you know, as you're speaking, I was just reminded that, you know, when we were kids, uh, meaning you and I and our generation, we didn't have nonstop entertainment. There was times we got bored, like there was nothing on TV and we didn't have anything to do and you just had to, you just had to deal with it. So maybe it's also like an adaptive period for kids to kind of have to, you know, they'll live either way. So TV and nonstop entertainment is probably not mandatory. I can understand the exercise thing. So that's something they do need to do just for their health. But as far as like that constant entertainment, um, they'll adjust. And, you know, of course, parents need to be a little bit reasonable, but, yeah. you know, the kids will. You can make the argument, too, that, I mean, just an argument, uh, that there's a lot more demand from the employer now than there was before. Mm -hmm. I know it, was, it wasn't it was as fair before. Like, uh, you know, when, when we were kids and our parents definitely weren't getting treated as well as we are now. But, mm -hmm. you know, depending on your position, like I'm salary, so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm on the clock 24-7. So the demand for me is right. a lot higher than I, you know, maybe than it was for my parents who worked, you know, right. an hour day. Yeah. But what I'm just saying is like, as a human being, you know, oh. we're a very adaptive creature. So, you know, if we don't get something that we like, you know, you throw me out in the woods, you know, I'm either going to get killed or eventually adapt to living in the woods. So no, I'm living, man. You know, uh, it's it's all it's all in our DNA. It's just you know we might have to go back to some of our earlier um, skills and whatever. So anyway, we're kind of going down a rabbit hole, but that was just a thought. No, it was great because uh, so getting thrown in the woods. So what we're gonna do for the first time on our quarantine <laughs> week one episode is I'm gonna take a little, uh, you know, I'm gonna give a shout out to the Sneak Disc Podcast because they do this every week and they'll do a list. 
And for some reason, I was just thinking to myself, listening to them, because I do listen to them weekly. Shout out to them, boys. Um, Top five sneakers of the apocalypse. And this can be any top five. It can be whatever you're whatever you want. So it can be sneakers that you want to collect, sneakers that you're going to need on your feet, just whatever. But top five that you will have to have for the apocalypse. Dante, I'm going to have you go first because I think I have two, maybe three, and I might think of a few more as you're speaking. So why don't you start this off? Okay. So first and foremost, I'm going to need the uh, all-black six-inch Tim's. Still so, still so with inserts. Okay, hold on, Dante. Let me interrupt you for a second. Now, should we make this something that you actually have in your collection? Because let's just assume all the stores and stuff are closed, or is this something you can go, you actually can go get somewhere, even if you don't own it? Ooh, you're throwing a curveball. Okay. Um, I think let's keep it funky. Let's keep it funky. Let's make it our collection. Let's keep it funky. Let's make it out of our collection. Yeah, because if the apocalypse happens, you don't have time to go get it somewhere else. You have to work with what you got. That's true. You're right. Okay. You got a pair of six-inch Tams at the house? Yes, I do. Okay. So, sorry for the interruption. Please continue. (laughs) Steel with inserts. Okay. So it's uh it's for my it's my work uh, my work boots when I have to go visit construction uh, construction job sites. Okay, but it, okay, right, we're getting sidetracked. But Timberland's not a cheap brand. There's not like another brand that you can use at a construction site that's much cheaper, so you can save a little money. Nah, man. In order to get something comfortable, they're actually way more expensive. Tim's were like the kind of the cheaper on the cheaper end. So okay, shows that I know. I didn't know that. And I didn't, I didn't know this, but steel toe Tims are cheaper than uh, the six, like the the construction boot Tims. Construction boot Tims are roughly 150, 160. I bought mine, steel toe, arc rated, all that other stuff for um, 120 dollars. Plus okay. a plus nice, a nice, nice, nice. Okay, so plus a what? Plus plus a military discount. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, so you got the Steel Toe Tims. What are the other shoes you would take in the Apocalypse? The other shoes I'm going to take in the Apocalypse are going to be the, um, what is it, the Pegasus 35 Turbo. I would like a fancy color, but I'm going to keep it low-key since it's the Apocalypse. I'm going to do all black. Smart, smart, smart. Okay. Yeah, I didn't think about the color, the all black, because as the shoes get dirty, you're probably going to want them to... um, you know, I guess in the positive, you don't care what they look like, but all black at least, you know. Oh no, maybe if you. Oh, now I got it. And in, in the apocalypse, if you gotta hide, exactly. maybe a darker pair of shoes. Exactly. And now you don't want yeah. shoes with reflective stuff on it, because now if you have reflective stuff, you know someone's gonna catch you. Because if it gets like Walking Dead, everybody for themselves, you'd want to be seen. You're right. You're right. And I don't think I don't think the Pegasus has reflective. I think no. Well, I have a pair and. Oh, you know what? I can't say that because I don't have them. So I'm going to have to go the regular, the ones that I have, which are uh, the mist gray with the uh, infrared check. I forgot. forgot. We had to have them. I don't have the, I don't have the black ones. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So what else you got? I think you have two more or three more. I got, I got three more. So the next one I'm going to do is I'm going to do the, uh, the Brutal Honey Presto React. Nice, nice. I got the Presto React on my list, too. Why do you choose that shoe? It's comfortable. 
but it's not comfortable for a running shoe, but it's comfortable. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, and then what else on your list? And then I'm going to do... Mm, man, it's getting tough now because it's in the collection. So I, I wasn't counting on that one. Threw me a little curveball there. So the next one I'm going to do is going to be um, my foams. I have whiteout foams. And the reason why I'm going to do that one is because that is basically an indestruct indestructible sneaker. I mean, as far as footwear goes. Mm-hmm. Okay, hold on. Which foam, though? It's the whiteout one. Like it's it's wrong for the apocalypse, but I wanted the foam. A foam was gonna be on my list either way, but that's the only one I got right now. Oh, you literally only own one pair of foams? Now, yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. And then I think you have one more shoe to go over. Yeah, I got one more. And the last one is gonna be my black toe court purple for when I want to show off and we're all huddled around the campfire eating the dog or something whatever that we just caught to survive gotcha okay it's gonna be my celebrating sneaker gotcha okay so yeah, that's right because once the apocalypse is over you gotta have something to stun everybody with <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> because apocalypse happens and then now now the apocalypse is over you go back to like trying to stun everybody <laughs> um, <laughs> all right man. okay, okay you let me what you got Okay, so let me just be straight up. First of all, with the shoes I have, I'm not surviving. I'm not surviving the apocalypse, so let's just be clear <laughs> about that. So, here we go. Um, so the first pair of shoes I would wear is um, this is not in order, but just on my list here. The okay. ISPA Reacts. Um, those are supposed to be like for all kinds of like winter and like conditions and so on and so forth, like waterproof and all that stuff. So they are shoes decent. However, go ahead. They said they are waterproof and they do make my feet hot. Yeah, so that's but the problem with those shoes, they have reflective parts. So if someone's after me, they have to shine a light and I'm hot. Okay. So that's the first one. Next one would be the Air Max 95. Um, because the shoe's comfortable, it has a rugged sole. Um, I love that shoe. I think it would be good for like hiking and doing with some, you know, just uh like a just kind of a more durable type of shoe. However, the problem is it also has a reflective back, so I'm going to get caught again. <laughs> you know, you know, having no luck. Yeah, like I told you, dude, I didn't think about the apocalypse when I copped my kicks. Um, next up would be like you, the React Presto, but not the Brutal Honey. I only have the Psychedelic Lava pair. Shoe's very comfortable, nice spongy sole. So if I do a lot of walking, that's the shoe I would want to have. It's not going to last for a long time because it's probably not very durable because of the upper, but that's a shoe that I would definitely um, want. Well, of my collection, I'd want on the list. Okay. Um, next, next up would be the 2012 Air Jordan 4 White Cements. Those Jordan 4s are tanks. Those are the only Jordan 4s I know that you can beat them down and they still keep on coming back for more. Um, I have a pair of Air Jordan 4 2012 White Cements. The the um, upper is definitely still looks fine, still intact. It's like that cheap kind of plastic leather. And the midsole is all cracked and everything like that, but the shoe just keeps on ticking. So um, based on what I have here, I'd have to take those. Okay. And last but not least is a pair of my uh, Havaianas or Hawaiianas sandals because... You know, if you got to take your shoes off and just kind of relax, 
that's something you can relax on. So, sorry, a very relaxing pair of shoes. You, it's not going to work on any type of, like, crazy terrain or anything like that. But if I want to just chill and, like, give my feet a rest, um, give them some breathe, to, to allow them to breathe, but still have a little protection for my soul, I could still, like, walk around casually um, if I didn't have to, you know, for lounging time. So, the are you familiar with Havaianas or Havaiana shoes? They the, sounds very familiar. You've seen them a million times. It's basically this. There's there's sandals that are from Brazil, and they always have like a flag. It says Havaianas on them, so it would be a Brazilian flag or something else. It's probably one of the most popular like sandals for you know um, tourists or people walking around. They're not exactly cheap, so I would imagine a lot of locals in those countries wouldn't have them. But it's a pretty like chill, um, laid back kind of vacation type of sandal. It has no functionality whatsoever. It's just super comfortable and uh very minimal like most sandals so that's my collection there all right cool okay last one last one and this one is not for the apocalypse or anything like that but what is your and i i only thought of this because uh you after you said it's you know after the after the apocalypse you got to pull something out to stun on people so what is your post coronavirus uh post quarantine uh, stunt and sneaker. What, what are you going to wear as soon as this is done? You get to step outside for the first time as a regular person. Don't have to worry about getting a virus. Jeez, what am I going to wear? I didn't think about this one. What am I going to wear? Oh, man. Let's see here. Um, okay, well, my Saucony Burgers, that's one of my favorite. That's either my top shoe or my second shoe um, of all time favorite shoes. So Saucony Burgers, I would be rocking those. Um, what else do I got? Oh, man. You know me, bro. I got to bust out my off-white Prestos OGs okay. Um, okay. from the 10. Those definitely are getting – I got to do major stunnage with those guys. Those are like my top two shoes that I like. Um, let's see. What else do I have? Um, of course, me. I got to bust out the – I have to bust out my crispy pair of the white – no, sorry, the military blue fours. That would definitely be out there to, you know, stun on everybody. Most people probably wouldn't care, but that's a shoe that I love. I love. What am I forgetting? Like, what? I love the uh, the military fours. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Oh yeah, okay. And to continue the stuntage, I would also have to bust out my Levi's fours, the blue pair. Um, I would rock those. And let's see here. Last but not least, I'm trying to think what I got in that back closet, which is like my special pairs that are. Okay, so I got the. Yeah, let's see here. Give me half a second. Let me just look at my closet real quick. Let's All right. Um, All right, folks, you got excited over this one. Yeah. Oh, you know what I would rock to? My new kind of top favorite would be the, what is it, Amonair, Um oh. Jordan 1 mids. Oh, I would come out with those looking extra crispy on everybody <laughs> that's such a photogenic shoe i love that shoe it is a dope sneaker i actually almost almost pulled the trigger on the um the paris mids mm-hmm. or the milan actually i think they're called like the chateau rouge that those that's what it's the chateau rouge yes is, okay, uh, yes yeah i was stunned on the whole world with those even if no one else cared i'd be like oh yeah this is a crispy shoe. especially if the sun was out oh man you i'm still on you hardcore nose <laughs> okay Dante I want to hear about your like post this is funny this is a hilarious topic but your post coronavirus stun on everybody kicks what, what you got 
Well, top there's five. three. There's three. There's three that I'm kind of bouncing between. So there's going to be, and this also depends on when when they open the doors for us. Uh, you know, figuratively speaking, DMP sixes with the gold tag. Okay. Nice, um, nice, nice. DMP6 with the gold tag. Uh, ASIC Gel Light 5 Da Vinci. Oh, yes. Uh, and then the third one would be the um, the Jordan 13 Low Clot Terracotta Warrior. Not the family and friends one. Okay. The one that has like the clay and uh, that one. Mm-hmm. Like the armor, that one. Okay. Nice, nice, so nice. Hold on, uh, I, got I thought we were doing five. I got two more. Uh, I was, was going to say, okay, good, good. I was, I was going to tell you, you got to give me two more. So I pulled the trigger on these. So the Strange Love dunks. Oh, you got him. I did. Uh, Dante. I did. Uh, I, I, you, you know, I had to soak it up. I know for like the past two episodes, I say, you know, dunks didn't quite fit me right. But I caved, man. I kept seeing that those pitches and... Man, that material is just something else, so I had to do it. Yeah, so, man. Um, you're going to have to send me, when we get offline, you're going to have to send me some in-hand photos because, like, I want those shoes, but I'm just not paying that price. So, oh, yeah, that would be a cold stunt with those. They're on the way. I, okay, I got gotcha, it. Gotcha, gotcha. So that one and then okay, one well, more. Hopefully, hopefully my fingers are crossed. Oh, I know, right? My uh, my fingers are crossed, but I also want the safari dunk, the safari dunk lows. Safari, so hold on, not the safari Air Max ones that just came out. No, oh. the safari dunk lows. Is that what just came out? Just like just last week, or just the? No, they haven't come out yet. Okay, gotcha. Okay, safari dunk lows. I'm kind of pulling a blank on what the. Wait, they haven't come out yet. Okay, how are you gonna stun someone something that does? Something that doesn't exist yet. That's what I said, depending on when they open the doors for us. Ah, gotcha. No, no, no. Gotcha. I mean, they, okay. they, they, they've already released before, but they're re-releasing um, here with, I think it's next month, April. Mm-hmm. So I want those. I want those okay. back. Gotcha, so, gotcha. Okay, are, cool. The yeah. Strange Loves are on the way. The other three I got, and the Dunks are mm-hmm. cool. I don't have the DMP6s yet. Those ones, I will have those. Point blank, period. Um, so the DMP6s and the dunk lows, I don't have yet. Gotcha. No, those those are, I will allow those. Judge ruling allows those, so all good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. Okay, man, so we'll go ahead and wrap it up for today's episode. We're hitting just about under an hour, so that's good. We want to keep it to, to something reasonable. Yep, yep, yep. All right, man. So we're going to call it quits for today. I uh, appreciate everybody tuning in, giving us a listen. Uh, give us some comments. Shout us out. Let us know what you guys thought about the episode. Follow us on IG. Um, it, where else we got? Facebook. Um, actually, those mm-hmm. just, just those two places. We're also on Apple and CastBox. Mm-hmm. So come on, man. Give us a listen. Let us know what you think, what you like. We're sitting stuck inside of, in, indoors now. So you got time. I don't want to hear no excuses. Yeah, definitely. And also with the topics that we went over, share your thoughts about uh, coronavirus and how it's affecting the sneaker game and how it's affecting you. So curious to hear what you guys have to say. Yeah, man. All right. So this is the co-host, Dante. I'm out. And I'm GC, and I'm also out. Take care. Peace.